Hello and welcome to Behind the Scenes. They call me Stepney. I am joined by Samantha Goldring. Samantha, how are you this evening? I am fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, it's good. Um, thank you for reaching out and, and wanting to do an interview. Um, I know we've had a lot of chat before and it's. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people are going to absolutely be amazed by your story and uh, as well as amazed and inspired. And it's great to have you on. Oh, thank you. Well, that that's the whole point while I'm doing this, you know, like... Yeah, I'm putting myself in a vulnerable position and putting myself out there, but I'm hoping in the longer run it will benefit people from it, you know, like, yeah, cool. Good, 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 good. Um, as you know, it's a, it's a chat, okay? So don't feel you have to, uh, that you can't <laughs> swear. People people like to swear. <laughs> oh, that's what I, I was terrified about swearing. I'm terrible for doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh, uh, you, you probably won't hear me swear, but um, I've had loads of people on that just uh, that, yeah. Let I'll loose. Live with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I'll try not to, but I can't promise. <laughs> that's good. Um, I, like I said, I know a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. um, for people that are listening and watching this, nobody knows who Samantha Goldring is. Um, what do you prefer to be called? Samantha, Sammy, Sam? Uh, just call me Sam. Sam or Sammy, either or, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll see how That's I... That's what most people know me by, yeah, Sam. I'll see what I remember as I'm going along. It yeah, might any, any three, I'm... any one of the three I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, look, this is usually the, the opening one, and um, I said I'd use it with you, so let's go through it. And um, if you can, Samantha, <laughs> um, why don't you tell the viewers a little bit about who you are and um, and your journey so far? Um, right. Well, my name's Sam. I am a media, well, I'm media makeup trained. Um, I have been, I qualified last year, Morning. but it hasn't been that simple for me. Um, I was in prison for four years. I got an eight year sentence and I spent four years behind bars basically. And I'm now out on probation for four years. So, um, yeah, that's the background of it. We won't go into details of it, but that's my story. I got out last April. No, May, sorry. I've been out. So I've been out since April. I was in prison in Northern Ireland um, and I came back home to Essex, London area in August time after because, yeah, my, my dad died as well, like four days before I got out of prison. Um, and I just didn't want to miss any more of my family because I hadn't seen my family for uh, like five years. And yeah, four days before I got out of prison, like my dad died. So it sort of set the bowl rolling for me. Um, I've literally just finished my media makeup course as well. Um, so I was going to go on and do my level four and five with Belfast Met, who I trained with. But because of that happening, I came home. So, yeah, it's, diff it's difficult, you know. So I'm back at home. I'm living at my mum's and I share the house with my mum, my sister and her boyfriend. So, yeah, it's a bit of a higgity-piggity thing. I'm squashed in the box room, but beggars can't choose us. You know, it's better than nowhere. Um, so, yeah, and I'm just literally out trying to find my way in the world again, trying to find my grounding and trying, just trying to find my way again, you know. So, so yeah, so that's, that's a bit about the basics of it all. Um, like, 
And while I was in prison, this is how I became a media makeup artist. Now, I was already a fully trained now and beauty now and beauty technician. Oh, that's an apple. <laughs> but um, I hadn't done much makeup before. So um, obviously, while when I went into prison, I already went in with that skill set. So with that skill set, like the prison uh, officers picked that up and then they gave me an opportunity to open up like a little salon within the prison. And that's where I was able to do treatment for the not just the girls, but also staff and anybody um, involved within the prison system was able to come and get treatments at a subsidised cost that was then put back into the prison for further education and so on and so on. Now, um, as with most prisons, there's a education sort of um, programme that goes on. Every, uh, they're all different in each prison anyway, but the one that was um, within the prison I was in was run with alongside uh, Belfast Met College. So it was an outside organisation that came into the prison. And so that's where I found a prospectus and I see the course, a media makeup artist, um, to go and do media makeup studying. So I was like, I really want to do this. Obviously, it's not, it's not easy to do that sort of thing within the prison settings without actually being at college to be hands-on. So I literally, I had like two more years to go before I had release or anything like that, or could go to the like the halfway house where um, you're on the prison grounds, but you live in a purpose-built house that you can go out and have a little bit more freedom, but still within a set amount of roles. You know, you have to reach a certain criteria to get to that point. So anyway, so I literally started my nagging then that I wanted to do this, wanted to do this. So I made my voice very clear. Yeah, I was I was a persistent pain in the bum. <laughs> but um it just it just it just proved that uh, this is what I wanted to do, you know, like I, I made my case clear and because the prison were funding it for me as well. Um and because I already had the background in beauty and whatnot and I'd I'd given so much of myself to that as well. Um yeah that they facilitated it for me. But I had to wait until I was going out to this house um so that they could facilitate me taking myself there and coming back you know because it involved me going like two three days I think it was three days a week I had to go so me going in and out the prison doors every day wasn't feasible so I had to wait till I got to this stage so I made I got my way to the house anyway um and we they were the staff were really lovely like the ones within the college they all helped me as well put my disclosures through so everything was above board about what my crime was this is what I've done um this is how I've progressed to you know like I'm clean there's no drugs involved there's no drink involved I'm not addicted to anything anymore like everything's above board and I'm stable enough to be there in that environment yeah <laughs> and I'm not a risk to anybody as well so yeah so once I got to the house I literally started not this September but obviously the previous September and yeah that's where I went to college and I took myself there on the bus they they paid for a bus pass for me as well and I took myself there and back and yeah and because I also have fibromyalgia and something called neurofunctional disorder and so it can be quite challenging at times, like through tiredness and just general fatigue in general, and as well as aches and pains as well. So I was doing a full day at college. And because of the type of work involved for being in college, 
it meant standing standing on my feet for four or five hours a day doing one particular makeup because these things are not quick, especially if you're doing pastiches or prosthetics or something like that. So it was wiping me out. It really was. I was and then dragging a big massive makeup case about as well, up and down hills, on and off four buses a day. It was doing me in. So what I was doing, I was coming home about I was getting home about six-ish quickly having my dinner and I literally went to bed then I would get up at three four o'clock in the morning and do all my coursework all my theory work as well so I was getting up at three four o'clock in the morning just to be able to fit everything in you know people used to think I was mad but it's the only way I could do it and but I done it I done it and I passed <laughs> well done so yeah so that that's a little bit of the background story of how I got to that part of it yeah you see that's that's uh, the interesting part of the story is um because Many people will understand that you know you go to you go to prison, you do whatever, you serve your time, um, and it's the rehabilitation part of things that people then actually mm -hmm. uh, realize. So you know you, you you pushed yourself, you know, even despite what setbacks you've had, you know, with your health conditions and everything else, um, you still pushed yourself. And it's it's like I said, I heard a bit about it earlier, so I was I was I was well impressed, and um, uh, it 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 made me smile that that people you know, want to better themselves regardless of their situations in life and mm -hmm. whatever setbacks they've they've faced and stuff like that. And um your story is 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 even more interesting because you trained while you were in the halfway house and you've uh you dedicated a lot of time to it, you know, waking up at two, three in the morning to to do your coursework and stuff like that. Um, there's not many people that would do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to no, you. I'm surprised I done it to be honest, you know. <laughs> Like I literally was running on empty and I was just like, I don't know, I don't even know where I'd done it because there was so much coursework in such a short space of time as well. As well as that's just your theory part of it. There's and then there was loads of other parts to it as well. And then there was exams and oh but yeah. But it just shows that if, if you want something bad enough, um, that you can do it, you know, and the opportunities are there for you if you reach out and you ask. It's not just going to be given to you. Nothing's ever given to you. You have to fight for it, especially within that sort of environment. You know, like they probably hear people going, yeah, they want to do this. Yeah, they want to do that. Um, and then don't follow through with things and waste money. Um, there's a lot of open university courses that go on within the prison settings. But that's that's standard. That, that's been going on a while and it's great. And it's given people degrees and things to work towards and stuff. But what I wanted to do was a bit unheard of. Um, and I don't think anybody else has done anything like that. So, again, the prison had to facilitate this and make arrangements for something that's never been done. But hopefully it's set the way and the path for others behind me to say, look, it can be done. Yeah, it's not easy. You have to nag and moan a lot for it. Um, but it's there if you want it, you know. Um, and, and it's all down to your personal choices, how you behave in prison. And your choices, you know, um, and especially within a women's kind of setting as well in prison. I just I just feel like um, well, I'm a great advocate for it, that you can change and, you know, you don't have to live this life. Because what I saw while I was in there, you see some horrendous things and most of it's so sad as well. There's so much domestic abuse that goes on before they've come into prison. That's that's like uh, done their mental health in. Um, they've ended up living on the streets or they've been in the care system or they've been abused or sexually abused or something's gone on before the big bang of a crime's happened. Um, and it's like learning and helping these people like move through these traumas. But 
there's a revolving door, as, as it's known within the system, of the in and then out and then the in and then the out, you know, like, because they just don't know anything different. And it's so difficult once you're in that system to break free of that. Um, again, like when you get released, um, there's not much out in place. You're sort of just released into the Wild West, sort of, you know, like there's difficulty with like housing as well. Like they chuck them into hostels. And there's other drug users there. So they're trying really well, but they're they're finding it really hard. But there's other drug users in these places. So they're just falling back into these traps again. Now, I was quite fortunate. Like, my family took me in. Um, but loads of people don't have family. They don't have people to help them. And this is where it's failing a little bit. But on the plus side, I hope today what I, you know, like I wasn't perfect. I had an eight-year sentence. Um, I had drug and alcohol addictions as well. I have been through domestic violence and terrible relationships and just been pulled through the bushes and back again and backwards. And yeah, my mental health was all down, down the path as well. So I just hope that if somebody could hear this, who's maybe sitting in their hostel and feeling like nobody wants to take me on, I've got a criminal record, I've got this, I've got that, that it doesn't need to be like that. Um, yeah, take responsibility and ownership for what you've done and accountability, but also don't let it define you as a person, you know, um, People are allowed to live. You have to carry on in life. You have to move forward. And you, but it's that stigma. It's that, especially for women. For men, it's a bit easier in life. They come out and they can get construction jobs. They can get this job. They can get that job. Whereas a lot of women-based jobs are like care working or hospital working or, um, or they do cleaning work. And now you've got a criminal record. You can't do any of this. You can't do any of this anymore. Um, but what so what does that leave people? It doesn't leave people many options. So again, it leads to more depression, leads to more drinking. They think, oh, what's the point? Why am I trying? And even since I've been out, like the hurdles I faced for the most stupidest things, I didn't think I'd have problems for. Like just the the silliest thing is trying to get indemnity insurance, like insurance for liability, just to be a nail technician. And I was just like, I really like just trying to find somebody to insure me all because I've got a criminal record it's just yeah I don't know it's just there's so many hurdles out there and it, there's been times that it just brought me to tears brought me to my knees and, the, and me praying to God like give me a break like but I'm I'm at home with a family around me as support whereas there's people stuck in dingy little hostels or bed sits or on their own with nothing um living off a benefit system which hardly giving them any money so what are they going to do they're going to go out and rob and steal they're going to go out and drink and so on and so on. And and this is the revolving door of it all, you know. And I just hope that people in my story know that there is there is hope, but it's not easy at the same time, you know. You've just got to want it and you've got to work for it. You know, nobody is going to give you anything in life. And, yeah, so so now I'm trying to – now I'm, not, I'm trained in, like, level three media maker. I wanted to go to university as well, but that sets up its own sorts of um, – problems as well like how am I going to afford to pay it back and like I'm not a young chicken anymore I'm like in my 40s well I'm 41 I'm not going to say 40s <laughs> to look like myself 41. Older. so I I'm like you know like I'm not starting off young you know like, I'm starting off like middle-aged trying to set myself in a new career of film and tv like behind the scenes as media makeup artist I want to do like special effects and all that's that's where my that's where I what I love and what I want to do but where do you start you know like and I've just been a nuisance emailing everybody and looking through Facebook on all them groups where people are doing call outs even if they're doing call outs and they're not asking for makeup artists they're getting an email anyway 
<laughs> whether they like it or not, they're getting an email. Um, could you never know? You know, that's how. And I've just literally have came off a shoot um, last week, and I think we finished filming on Saturday, and that was my first like short film. So yeah, it's been good. It was good. It was it was an eye opener. It was different. I just I was just like um, a little fish in this big massive pond. I didn't have a clue what was going on. I was terrified. You know when you take something on and you're like, oh, why did I agree to do that? I don't know what I'm doing or anything. You know, <laughs> but I, I thought you can't let fear rule your life either. You know, if this yeah, is what you, you want to do, just you've got to put yourself out there and just. So I fully explained. It was Cape Films who were doing the production, and you know what? They were the most loveliest bunch of guys ever. Um, and I just explain like I'm new to the industry. I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing makeup wise, but as the industry goes, haven't got a clue. Um, I'm not. I'm not silly. I can learn as I go. But but he was like, no, that's fine. And I'm I'm happy to come on as a trainee. Like I know it's a low production. Um, it's a low budget sort of thing as well. And that was totally fine. I'll fund my side of it. I just just want the opportunity to go on and get experience. You know. Um, for my my own portfolio and CV and showreel sort of thing, I didn't even know what a showreel was till the other day. So yeah, it's all about <laughs> it's all about learning. Yeah, so you yeah, know. so it's all been really good. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. It just it was different. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into the to the short film in a minute. But again, mm -hmm. look, it's, as you said, you've you've taken control haven't you you've taken control yeah. of your life and your destiny and your destinations and um you are you are experiencing setbacks as mm -hmm. as 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 you've explained um and it's good to see that um you're still fighting for what you want to do um it, it's it, whether you've got a, a criminal record or not it, there are so many factors in this industry that that affect us all in different ways. Um, women have it difficult to to get into certain certain parts of the industry um, unless they're self-funded. Um, people uh, people like myself will find it difficult to get certain roles because we're we're typecast, and then uh, you don't want to be typecast as something. You just want to be known as an actor. You don't want to be known as uh, as the black actor. You want to be known as uh, as as your name and somebody that is is competent in their job and like for yourself you just want to be known for your competencies Mate. and mm -hmm. and um your experiences are part of who you are but they're not what you are they're they are just part of who you are and how they've defined your 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 mentality to be able to succeed and 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 move forward as you said uh, and i do like that little phrase moving forward um yeah, it's 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 what we it's what people need to do to in order to be successful and to and to achieve their goals. And success doesn't isn't necessarily a monetary thing. It's just um it's a personal thing to to an individual. So um yeah, um like I said, it's fantastic to hear that part of your story. And I'm I'm really pleased that you did your short film. Um it does lead on to my next question, which is good. Um and it's it's what did you think of the industry? You know, what did you think of the industry as you stepped into it now? Because before you wouldn't have much to say about it. And um, doing your first short film, you now have a little bit to say about it. And um, you've mentioned some things before about, uh, you know, being the first time and being a small production and, you know, you were happy to fund yourself. But what did you think? What 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 sort of things did you learn? And, and how was the experience? Oh, well, you know, like, um, I didn't even know what, I knew there was like a cameraman there and things like that, but like, 
like the boom boom operator i didn't i didn't know what that was either i was like what is that thing that they're following around with but i just asked questions i was like what's that for what does that do you know um yeah it, it was it really was thrill you know like all these different like shortened versions of their actual name like first AD and like, i didn't even know what runner was you know i really have um learned a lot and yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just been mad. But um, and then there's still so much more I need to learn as well. There's probably loads that I haven't seen. I just saw what I saw from when I was there, you know. So, but yeah, it was really good. And just watching the light, you know, that's all done, and how they create daylight in the night time, and it, it was fascinating, you know. So obviously, I know my part. But, um, yeah, it's quick slap dash in and out, and it's really, really fast paced. And obviously, and you have to be quiet. And, but I try to be behind the scenes, involved to the point where I wasn't interfering, but just doing my bit by watching and just learning. And that's the only way. It's the only way I find actually getting in there and learning on, on the job as such is the best way to learn that college and nothing else can teach you, really. You really have to just be in there at the moment to learn, you know? What 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 skills would you say you picked up while you've been while you did your first that 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 week of filming? What what skills would you say you picked up that you go right from next time I'm on set I'm going to be able to I'm going to be able to do this and I'm going to know what to do here. What skills do you feel you've learned? Do you do you feel that you're more obviously you're going to your um, next one? More content, I didn't what, well of course I didn't know what to bring, so I brought everything but the kitchen sink. I now know maybe not to bring as much, but maybe to bring as much, but to be a bit more organised with my kit a little bit more. Um, maybe like have an empty kit bag that I can, I was chucking things in this bag, chucking things in that bag and running here and there and everywhere. I could probably be a little bit more organised now. Um, a bit more prepared for what I needed in my main kit and stuff. But obviously, because I was the only makeup artist there and I didn't have anybody to follow, as a guide, like um, a senior makeup artist, say, I literally was just winging it as such, you know. Um, but yeah, I went up to the makeup store, like the film makeup store up in London. I knew what the objective was that I had to do, uh, but there were some bits I was unsure of. So I just went up there and asked, there was a makeup artist there. I asked her what would be, do this and what would do that and what would create this. And I learned a bit there as well, but it's actually putting it into practice. Um, that I found it's the best way to do things. You know, people can tell you things all day long. You can watch videos all day long. You can be in college forever, but nothing sets you up for actually getting in there and being actually in the moment and just the madness of it all at that time, you know? Just, you know, like, I was so, like, I was, I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. I was terrified I was going to fuck it all up, you know? And I, and I didn't want to, like disappoint people and I didn't want to let people down and people be waiting around for me but you know everyone's so good they'll ask you how long you go like give me 10 minutes and or if I knew something was going to take the ages I'd be like please don't rush me for this I need this set amount of time for this you know um everyone's really cool like that you know like um everyone's just good they're just so lovely and just nice and, but yeah so yeah cool um it's again it's always good to hear the the that the cast that you're so the crew that you're working with is very supportive um and it's good that you took everything but the kitchen sink <laughs> um, <laughs> literally it's but those are those are skills those are skills that you will learn those are things that experiences that you've that you now have and um obviously when the next ones start to come in as they will do um you will have that that sort of uh confidence to 
to say, yes, okay, I know what to bring. I take a bit less. Um, you'll ask the questions before. Um, yes, what what is it you want me to do exactly? You know, do you need blood for anything that's a horror film? Or do you need, uh, is it more makeup based? Do you need wigs or anything like that so um yeah you've got you got you got you've got your first one under your belt and that's always the, that's always the, the the probably the most difficult one for anybody to get into um if 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 let me think now if i was if i was looking for because obviously you're looking for work so what would you say yeah. is um something that would hopefully help people to choose you what what what's 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 something that you would say um gives you an edge over another <laughs> Mua? Mua? um right well basically all i need is somebody just to give me a chance really just to see me as a person and not for what i've done um someone who's willing to like go yep you know come on board and if we need you I'll give you a little bit of support we will do um you know most most stuff i can figure out on my own anyway especially in that in the heat of the moment and there are going to be things i don't know but don't mean i can't learn them um i am happy to start small in small work and build my way up my main goal in life i've always said i've wanted to work on a star wars set so i've (laughs) I've set my goals for that you know um i think i fit like i said earlier much better with the prosthetic side and like the prestige side and all the gory bits and like alien stuff and fantasy stuff. That's, that's where I shine the most, you know, I do don't mind fashion and editorial and stuff, but it's, it's not really my thing. You know, like I like, I like all the fantasy stuff, like Lord of the Rings stuff. It's the stuff I watch as well. And the stuff I've grew up on, um, like all sci-fi stuff and Star Trek and Marvel and all that sort of nonsense. That's that's the stuff that I like. Um, and I think because I really enjoy it and I don't really watch much TV unless it involves that sort of stuff anyway. Or comp- And I play a lot of computer games that are evolved around that sort of stuff, um, like lots of RPGs and things. And I think that's where why I shine in it more because that's where my love of all of that comes from you know so yeah so that's why it's uh it's people do usually follow their people do usually follow their passions when it comes to um different types of the industry so you I've spoken to people and they'll say yeah you know what from a young age I've played an instrument so I was always destined to play an instrument and yeah true to form and play an instrument but um and then some people have been like yeah you know I always enjoyed performing and uh, makeup artists usually say yeah I've always enjoyed makeup and everybody has their particular their particular feel that they like so some people like fashion and don't like the whole prosthetic side of things and some people love the perspective prosthetic side of things but not no, the it's side of things. yeah i know <laughs> i'm still getting used to it all do you know what i mean i'm obviously i'm a, I'm a guy that doesn't <laughs> doesn't win doesn't deal with it i know it catches me off sometimes i go <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um but it's 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 always interesting and um star wars is a good is 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 a good goal to set because um they do a lot of filming over here um mm-hmm. so when when that sort of stuff comes available you you, you know where to i suppose it's getting getting to find out where they're actually doing it, who's involved in it. And uh, as you say, keep pestering them with emails. <laughs> yeah, just annoy everybody. That's the it's, best way. <laughs> it's, it's definitely the best way because sooner or later... What's somebody... the worst that can happen? They either just ignore your email or just say, no, we're not looking for you right now. They're not going to come out and find me and kill me in my sleep, are they? You know, so... <laughs> 
No, no, as you say, look, if you don't put yourself out there, and the industry is is so clear in this, and um, it's one of the things that uh, that I think a lot of people do struggle with, which is networking, because you do you have to put yourself out there, you have to go out there, you have to make sure that people can see what you're doing, and um, you're talking to the right people, you're making those connections, and. Uh, it's one of the reasons why this podcast that I set up was 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 to kind of focus on that as well. You know, there are people that um, are in different fields and are looking for um, different types of help at different stages. And sometimes people just magically come together because they're actually able to say, oh, you know what? While I was listening to this, I saw a makeup artist and she's into prosthetics and I'm doing this particular horror film or I'm doing this particular sci-fi film and uh, you know what, I'll, I'll give her a go. Why not? And they'll give you yeah. a call. You know, this is what I can do. Um, this is my experience. This is some of the stuff I've done. So I'm sure you might have pictures of stuff that you've done and stuff like that. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully someone star Wars, star Wars, if you're watching this, um, yes, Sammy Goldring is uh, <laughs> looking for work it's and, like today um, i got um a whatsapp call like obviously after i finished speaking to you earlier i was carrying on with my emails and whatnot and somebody sent me a whatsapp earlier saying um they didn't go into too much detail about it but it could be some more possible work for like a mystery sci-fi thriller that's all i know so far and he says i'll be in contact and i'll go through it all a bit more but that we just left that. So I don't know if anything else is going to come from it. But, you know, this is, this is how you start. You know, like I say, nobody's just going to go, oh, right, this time, let's give it a job. You know, you have to, like, put yourself out there and be annoying. You have to do. You have to be like this, you know, have an Instagram and things like that. I'm going to start up a new Instagram. Obviously, clear I'm an old beauty technician as well. I don't want everything into whining and blending and then taking over from one thing or the other. So I am going to set myself. I decided that this afternoon a new Instagram again and just have it solely for like my makeup work of film stuff so I can separate that from the other stuff otherwise it all starts overlapping and getting confusing so I will have a new Instagram I just haven't quite made it yet I'm, I'm just tired from because it was long days you know we were doing like they were really good as well because obviously I'm not driving at the moment either so um, the script writer was coming down to get me Oh, that's nice. And then driving me, yeah, spent driving an hour to get me, and then we were driving another two hours to location. God bless him, you know. Um, but without him, I wouldn't have been able to get there. It was just way too far. But it wasn't as far. It was just the amount of gear that I had with me. You know, it wasn't it wasn't feasible for me to carry that about, about on the train. Like I would have been dead before I've even got there, you sort of thing. So, and they got me home in the night. So we were leaving about half seven in the morning. I wasn't getting home till like half twelve, one o'clock in the morning that the next day sort of thing you know and it's been that all week so i'm i am actually exhausted i think i've just been running on high and now i'm starting to wind down and i'm just like oh i'm feeling it now you know <laughs> i feel old now <laughs> don't we're the same age <laughs> oh are we oh you look yeah. well younger than me you're you know looking what? well i feel old i feel old yeah. <laughs> so I, I, don't I knew, tell me about it i knew i was old when i was about 20 and um I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but um, my cousin, little Sam, he's, I call him little Sam because he, he, there was a time when he was smaller than me. And um, he, he, it was around a time when Crazy Frog came out. Oh, and, that thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, 
I was working at the time, I think in a call center or something. He was like, oh yeah, that, that crazy frog thing is great. And I looked at him as if to say, what? And it was, I think it was that realization of just going, ah, okay, that, now I'm old. <laughs> yeah. When you don't, when you start to fall behind technology, like I have to ask some of the younger girls, like, how do I do this on Instagram? Or how do I do this? Or, and I just think I'm now turning into my mum, my annoying mum. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? You know, like, and like I was telling you before, like um, the club scene that we done, like on the, on the set. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the smoke machine didn't turn up or it broke. I'm not entirely sure what happened with that. But anyways, it ended up there wasn't a smoke machine. So because I had vape and I had a spare one as well, like I, I was part of an extra in the scene. And then like the two, the actor and then the stripper came over and I sort of wiggled out. But what people don't see me doing is then that like squatting right down on my knees and at a 40 year old person that's difficult in itself you know <laughs> I am too old for this shit I was going <laughs> and I had to like bend down behind the stripper blowing smoke up her ass you know like and the other guy was the other side with the actor so just to give it that smoky thing and I was just like my poor knees I can't do this anymore <laughs> but no it was it was all good fun it was good fun it's 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 going to be uh, you know what it's, when when the short film comes out they have to because I know I know somebody that works on the Bristol Film Festival so you know you have to tell them that oh you know what speak to speak to this guy he'll put you in touch with that person and you know there you go there's opportunity yeah um, yeah I think that's what they're doing they're aiming to do is go around the film festivals that's all I really know you know so yeah. I don't want to say too much I don't know if I'm allowed to or anything like that so I don't want them being pissed with me or anything um so yeah i let them deal with that but yeah yes that was just my thing so now i can put on my cv now i'm a makeup artist and i'm also a smoke blower <laughs> <laughs> if ever your smoking machine breaks <laughs> it's funny, uh, not many people like, especially starting off um i i know because um, my partner's a, a makeup artist and mm -hmm. um yeah, she started off, I think, was it a short film first? It might have been a short film first. I think it was. I think it was a short film first. Um, but it's it's it swings and roundabouts with short films because sometimes it's uh as you say, a week's worth of work, sometimes it's two days' worth of work. It's it's never it's it's you know, when you what you really want is something that goes, it's in the next six months of your life, get ready. And you sort of go, okay, yeah, six months. And then you can focus and you go, well, I've got six months worth of work. It's knackering. As you, as you described there, the days are long, very, very long. And I, I know from being on set and stuff like that, how, how literally how long a day can be, but makeup artists are one of the first on set because um, they have to set up all their equipment and everything else. And again, these are things that people just don't know. People just think, oh, well, yeah, you know, a couple of, couple of, couple of scenes and it's all nice and nice and good and everything like that. So, yeah, 12, 7 to 1, that's a that's a long shift. <laughs> yeah, well, leaving at half 7 in the morning and then not getting back till, I don't know, the following night, following morning, I don't even know what you class that as. Like, the next day, who knows? Like, half, like half 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, I was literally going straight to bed. I hadn't <laughs> eaten a proper dinner in nearly a week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it was all it was it was great and uh, and that's that's what I want to do you know it's I just feel like I don't want to go back to normal life and stuff it's that it's actually like quite deflating I go this is boring I want to be doing that <laughs> um uh, let's move on to uh 
let's move on to this question and I'm going to say, um, I'm going to let it roll. Mm-hmm. What is your, who is your biggest um, inspiration in your field of work? Who, who, who do you, who do you look at and go, yeah, I want to be like this person. Um, and I say in your field of work, it, it might not be another makeup artist. It might be um, uh, uh, somebody that you've uh, met and you've gone, yeah, you know what? Uh, like, so on the film that you've just done, for example, um, you might go, you know what? I want to be, uh, I've, I've worked with them and that's how I see myself. I see myself leading the makeup in this, in a particular film and, and, and having the confidence and, and having the, you know, composure to say, yes, this is how we're doing things and, and setting that tone. Who, who's your biggest inspiration in your field? Well, obviously, when I started out, and um, I'm not great with names and things like that, I see something and go, oh, yeah, that's really good. I'm terrible for things like that. But there was something when I started my media makeup that I started following, um, like um, Stan Winston and his school and things like that. And it's just amazing. Like, I'd love to be at that level um, or even be able to train with somebody like that. I know they're in America and things like that, but there must be things over here too. Um, that would be feasible for me to attend to because obviously I'm still on probation and I'm not going to be allowed to go to America. That's not essential. Um, but, you know, um, there must be groups and guys or girls over here that's doing that level of work that maybe can take apprenticeships on and things like that. But I don't, I don't really know. I, I should look into it a bit more. But, yeah, it would be that sort of level I would love to be at. So I always watch all their stuff. I think they do like a lot of the Terminator, like some of the, they've done some of the Terminator films. It's just how they build these props, you know, like when that man splits it off and things like that. And I was like, I didn't know that's how that was done. And it's just really, really cool. Like, and you think like a dead, like they do some things for like dead bodies and it's actually just a mold that they've made out of a person, but they've done it so realistically. It's just amazing. And I'd love to be able to do stuff like that. Now, I'm nowhere near that skill level yet, but it doesn't mean you can't be, you know. You just have to train or just get in with the right group of people who can, like, pull you along and show you and help you, you know. Everybody starts off as nothing. Nobody's born, oh, I, I can build a life cast model of something. You know, everybody starts from somewhere and trains from some nothing. And this is this is what I mean, like, just because I've been in prison and I came from nothing, like, it, it destroyed me, you know, going in there. But at, at the same time, I needed that. I needed that break from life. I needed to press my reset buttons just to find myself again and go, right, this can't carry on like this anymore. Um, so, yeah, but again, everything starts from nothing. Everything's newborn and everything's fresh and... You've just got to put yourself out there and just work for it, you know. Like I say, it's knackering and it's tiring and it can really... And you're getting up at 2, 3 in the morning to do, I don't know, exams and uh, picture books and stuff like that. I didn't want to be doing that at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, sticking things and super glue together, but I did, you know, to make to push myself forward and be able to get all the work that I needed to be done because I was dedicated to it and this is what I want to do. Um, so yeah, so you, it's just yeah. So if anybody wants to take me on, I'm here. <laughs> um, I'll speak to you afterwards about um, uh, potential opportunities um, that you might want to explore. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm an ideas person. That's my whole thing. Um, I like that. I'm, I'm not good at anything in particular, um, but I've got good ideas. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm not the type oh, of everybody's good at something. You just need to find your light. You know, your star. You know what? I, I, I eat pretty well. 
I do. I, you know, I, I can eat like a good, like a good trooper. So maybe fact, that's it. I can do that standard, you know. <laughs> well, you did all this sort of stuff. I wouldn't know how to do any of this, you know, like all this fancy stuff. That, that's that technology beyond me. That is being you on the phone is just about my limit. <laughs> this is actually more like being on the phone than than it is anything else. To be perfectly yeah, fair. So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's like I said. I'll speak to you afterwards, and I'll, I'll hopefully point you in the right direction of where you can can go and look for some hopeful opportunities to in order to enhance your your skills and stuff like that um mm -hmm. let's think let's think let's let's see if we can get another one in here um it's a bit difficult to let's think um okay let's go with you might not know this one. You, you might not, again, only doing your first your first feature film, um, sorry, short film. Uh, you might not know how to answer this one, but I'll ask it anyway because I think you still have um, some some valid uh, input on it. Mm -hmm. Change that up and go. What do you think the industry needs to improve? Oh, I could. Do you know? To be honest, I don't really know at the moment because I don't know any better. You know, um, I could go and say, yeah, that was a great day where someone can go, that is not how that's meant to be done. But I wouldn't know any better at the moment. I'm so young into this. Maybe make opportunities a little bit more readily available for people, maybe a bit more for women as such. Um, but I don't know. Again, I don't know if, it is, if it's a man's world or I, I, like I'm so new into it. I wouldn't want to comment on that. Um, just from my experience of trying to break into the industry is very hard. Um, uh, and the only way I know how is just to be a pest and a nuisance and just email people. Even if they don't want your email, they get my email. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe make it a bit. I, I know, I know in Northern Ireland now they're, they're right big on like the, if there's an ice screen and they're going into colleges and they're doing like, production days for the kids and things like that and they're bringing them on sets and stuff like that they're doing like placements and things like that like work experience placements I don't know again because I've been away I've been in Northern Ireland for 11 years so I don't really know what's over here in this sort of industry at the moment like I feel like I just come back to a new country again everything's so different here even like shops and things are different for me at the moment um so again I can't really oh have a point to point saying what well, this needs changing that needs changing that needs changing because i don't really know at the moment you know maybe ask me in a couple of years time and i'll probably have many things to say if i'm ever giving any work but at the moment i don't know because i don't know any better look it's it's a fair it's a fair answer you know mm -hmm. it's, it's people whether you've been in the industry for one job or 50 jobs will say say either they they know something that could improve or they don't i think um more what you're trying to say hopefully if i get this right is that um is how you get the opportunities i guess it's it's how you like where you go to to get the opportunities it's not it's it's not it's not like you can just go right i will search um linkedin indeed. Jobs. Yeah, yeah indeed indeed for makeup artist jobs it's not as simple as that and um 
yeah it's 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 probably finding somewhere that's a little bit more centralized where people can go to that work in the industry and 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 go and find jobs i think america has like craigslist or something like that so i don't know what that is to be perfectly fair um but usually you post up what sort of work you need and people then apply for it but it's it's shot in the shot in the dark sort of industry that so uh probably not as good um <laughs> Let's see if I can get one more in because I think we've got a little bit more time, um, oh. and I want I want I want to. Uh, it's been it's been fun chatting with you, and I want to try and get something in. Uh, let's see if I've got anything on here that might be worth doing. Okay, so you like prosthetics? We've talked a little bit about that. Um, Okay, let's go back a little bit then. So um, how do you deal with setbacks? Okay, so these are setbacks that you may setbacks. face. I'm how, always how dealing them? with setbacks. That's my life. My life's a big setback. <laughs> um, how do you deal with it? Oh, there's, you know, like, I'm, I'm human. I, I, I deal with it in the worst possible ways sometimes. Like, well, I used to deal with it in the worst possible ways. Um, now, you know, like, I got... You know, you just have to take it on the chin and just deal with it and just go, right, okay, I'm having a shit day today. We're going to just go to bed and in the morning it'll be a new day. You know, a new opportunity, new day. Yesterday was a shit day and I'm just, just going to forget about it. If you dwell on it um, and let it eat away at you, you know, like it can really, it can really destroy you inside as a person, like to knock your confidence. Like I would suffer from anxiety anyway, from just in general. I know you won't probably think it because I, I come across quite perky and confident and things like that. But inside, it's your own like your own demons and your own like what that voice in the head telling you're not good enough and stuff like that. You've got to just try and ignore it. Um, and if things go wrong, things go wrong. That's just life, isn't it? You know. And it is what it is. That's such a great saying. It is what it is. And yeah, and if something goes wrong, it goes wrong. You know, it's not, you're not, it's not the end of the world. I know it's easy saying this now until you're living through that moment at the time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I've moved forward. You know, so I, I'm a terrible worrier as well. I will worry about things to the point where it will make me sick. I, if I've nothing to worry about, I'll find something to worry about. <laughs> and that, and that bad for it, you know. Um, and I'll get myself in a right old tizzy about it as well, you know, like like it was before I was going on set. Like it was awful. And th there was another makeup artist coming on, but she's only coming on for the last day. But bless her. I was able to connect with her and she was like, like, calm down, like, it'll be all right, like, the crew's really nice and we'll be fine, you know your stuff. And, but, um, yeah, when you deal with setbacks, it's just like, just like it and then let it go and then try and pick it, put, it, put things down and then when you've got a clear minds and you're not tired and things, pick it up and try again. And that's all you can do. All you can do is try and strive to be better and strive to keep going forward all the time you know you can't dwell on things or, you know that sort of thing you know as 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 i've said in previous podcasts um you miss a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent of the shots you don't take and um you are going to we're all going to get setbacks along the way i mean we had setbacks just getting this started just with the oh whole i know <laughs> i know it's just 
but it, it is you just do you, you there are some things that will eat away at you for a, a long time and you have to try and find a way to to move on from it and 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 refocusing and and take the next shot when it comes your way so yes good advice yeah, um, so, and just be just do you you know just be you and just be your own person i don't care what people say about you I don't care about what they think about you um just do what you're good at and what you love and what you want to do in life. You know, don't let people tell you no. Don't let people tell you no. It's not for them to tell you no. It's for the big man up there to tell you no. People do not rule your life. People do not make your destinies. You make your own fate. You make your own destinies. And you, own, you make your own path in life. And your actions and your choices are down to you. And you have to take accountability and, resp and responsibility for it. Um. But you are your own person at the end of the day, and all you can do is your best, you know. And if you put 100% into something, I believe, you put all good out in the world, and all good will come back. If you put shit out in the world, then shit will come back to you. And I'm a big believer in that, you know. So, yeah, all you can do is try. And if you don't, who cares? Just find something else. You know, I've done a million things in my life, and I'm here at the minute. <laughs> um, Sammy, they call me with great glasses. By the way, it's just so you know. Hey, no, these, uh, that on the WhatsApp. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got great glasses. Absolutely. You got great like. glasses. Love it. I yeah. usually wear glasses, but I ain't got mine on today. <laughs> I, I have to. Otherwise, it'll all just be a blur. You have me at the screen. I go like that. Like that. What? what? I'm all right up close. It's when I'm far away. I'm like no, this squinting at things. What's that? That's age. That is. Well, you say that. I think I've had it for about 10 years, so... <laughs> I'm blaming age anyway. <laughs> okay, I'll stick with that. Um, Sammy, it's been great to speak to you. Um, I and would you love too. to have you back um, just, to, just to find out how things have been going and, and, and to see how your success is going with everything because I'm 100% I'm confident that you will be successful and um, good things are coming your way. Um, and as you have been doing, keep plugging away at it. Yeah, that's all you can do is try it. And I, like I say, I just hope that if somebody's been in my situation or is going through that, what well, I am just, just literally at the prison gate sort of thing, um, don't despair, you know, like, but also don't go back to them old ways because things will never get better and you will always be in and out, in and out. And it's a waste of life, man. It's a waste of life. Don't waste the little time on earth that you had in and out in prison gates because, because that, that's not life is it but again they're your choices and they're your actions and that's your choice at the end of the day what you do with your life um but and don't despair you know people are going to be horrible people are going to say horrible things there's always going to be this stigma some people don't care and some people look down their nose at you and that's just life but that's in life in general um no matter what you do in life you could be a really good person and people still judge you for whatever and that, that's their problem. That ain't your problem. Let them do what they want to do and who fuck them, basically. You know, um, don't worry about it. Just that, but you know, yeah, just have a little hope. And you know, if you want something that bad, there's always a course, there's always something that will lead you to something and then to something and then to something else. Sometimes we have to start at absolute stupid. If you have to go and do a GCSE and maths again, then go and do it, you know. Go and do these things. You, it's possible. You've, only, you've just got to try. You've just got to try. That's all you can do. Thank you. That is great advice. Um, as somebody that is, uh, I, I, I won't lie to you, I, I didn't like school. I didn't like it. 
didn't like it. Um, I, I didn't lo- miss the bat in school so much. I laughed mm-hmm. and giggled my way through it. You know what? It, you know what it was. I, I was, I was good at sports. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I like sports, but I like drama. I love drama. Um, I was oddly okay at maths. Um, some things I would just get, and other things I'd just be. Uh, but um, a subject had to grab me, and if it didn't grab me, it, it I wouldn't actually take much notice of it. And um, sometimes I think the education system in that sort of sense and probably why people later on in life find out what they actually really want to do and then go and train to do that and find out that it, that it's a lot easier to actually go and do that than to mm-hmm. go through a, a system that isn't necessarily suited or designed to them um, is, is, is one of the reasons why people get lost and um but you found yourself again and you found your passion. You found your, your, your love for an art that is um, very, very technical, very, very skillful and very, very demanding. And um, your story is an inspiration to many, um, whether people have been in the prison system or not. Um, your story is, it, it resonates through a lot of people of, I've not sure what I've wanted to do. I've wasted some time, um, but I've I've I found the focus. I'm now focused, and I'm going to be a success by any means possible. I will make sure that I am successful in doing what I jo- enjoy and love. And thank you for sharing your story. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. You know, when I see these posters, I was like, should I? Should I? And I thought, do you know what? I, I'm always moaning and banging on about how I think things should change within the prison system, and that. You know, I shouldn't have to carry around this dirty, horrible little secret all the time, like, and be ashamed of myself all the time. I am ashamed of it, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like, it's just the way, if it can give somebody a little bit of hope and motivation to go get off their ass and go and do something other than drugs and drinking and doing criminal activities, then do it, you know. It's no life. It's no life, man. I'm hoping it just helps somebody else. Like I said, I hope their dreams. I, I 100% guarantee you will definitely help um, at least one person, if not many people. Um, if and it's in, just one, it's just one. It's it, better than none, isn't it? One is, one is always better than none. There's, you know, mm-hmm. and um, people will hopefully uh, find a way to 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 reach out and connect with you, and hopefully. Um, offer you some work as well going forward um if you do have any of your social media stuff that you would like me to post um please send me that and then i'll put it in the uh in the link in the blurb that people can click on and stuff and see see your work and Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully contact you for future work yeah lovely like i said with the old instagram thing bear with me it's not my forte in life i'm getting there though it's not mine (laughs) i i I won't lie i'm i'm the thing is I'm not. I'm not technology savvy, and no. um, I'm an ideas person. So, um, if the technology's there, I can give you a million ideas to make it work for you. You ask me to do it, it's a different story, you know. Yeah, it's, putting uh, it into practice is a whole different ball game. Yeah, whole different ball game. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, once you have it, you will pass it to me, and then I will, I will distribute pass it. Yeah, bear with me, and I, I'll do it at some point this week. I will get it done. Yeah, I do have one, but it, it's it's for other stuff, and I, I want to separate it and just have it specifically for work, like for um for film work stuff. So yeah, so yeah. I will make a new one. Just bear with me. <laughs> that's that's more than fine. I need new followers as well because I'll have zero <laughs> followers on it. <laughs> I'll I'll obviously follow you, so you know ah. uh, I'll, I'll be follower hashtag number one. Follow one. That's it. <laughs> 
All right then, Stephen. It's lovely. Sammy, lovely. Thank you very much. I've called, I think I've called you all three, Sammy, Sam, and Samantha. So I think I've uh, ticked all boxes. I think called worse, so that's fine. <laughs> well, they call me Stephanie, and. Uh, Stepney, uh, uh, yeah, Stepney. That's that's what it is. They call me Stepney. It's a, it's an old school friend of mine, and um, we was a group of friends, and um, we all had nicknames for each other, and it usually began with the first letter of your name. So, um, my friend David, he called me Stepney, and it was Steffel Grant as well. Uh, but Stepney sort of stuck, and then I had a, they call me a bit because I just didn't want to be just Stepney. They call me Stepney. <laughs> thank you very much um like i said no i'll worries. get you back at some point and we'll, we'll touch base and uh we'll, we'll find out how how you've been doing and what sort of work you've been doing and obviously you can talk about your new experiences on this journey yeah. to being a makeup artist on star wars star wars if you're watching this is me this is to get. feel sorry for me <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Bye. Oh, that's the wrong way. That way. Ah, there, there it is. That way. It's, it's, it's confusing. It points the other direction. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's in mind. But thank you very much. Uh, this has been Behind the Scenes. They call me Stepney. Sammy Goldwing. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Bye.